Welcome to episode 15 of the Winner Winner Podcast, a podcast dedicated to player unknowns battlegrounds. I am one of your hosts, Arjuna. And I'm the other host, Robin. Yo yo. And it's sweet fifteen, Robin. Damn. I know you said that before we recorded, and I was I was surprised that we've made it this far. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. It's you know what what special thing happens when you turn fifteen, Robin? Well, for for Americans, not a lot unless no. you're Hispanic American. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, Quinceanera that's a, that's a is a thing for them. Yeah, um, bunch of pinatas. You know, definitely want to celebrate in Miramar, that sort of thing. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, just shoot your pistols in the air, get drunk. Yeah, drive drive a Bronco around. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, yeah, thanks for sticking with us for 15 long episodes, and we love to have you guys. It's uh, just things are happening every week, man. I'm, I'm really excited to report that. Like, for example, people keep donating on our Patreon. We've had three new Patreon uh, donators this week. I'm not seeing any of that, Arjuna. You're not? I mean, I... I don't have any new shoes. What what's going what are you doing with the money? <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, I have a confession to make, Robin. <laughs> you know you know what I've been doing with it? What? I've been buying keys for crates. Oh, you fucker. I've, I've just been <laughs> I knew I've it. just been you pimping out my wardrobe. I knew it. Yeah, yeah. That's so, what this is that's what this podcast is, guys. Yeah. It's, it's just, just a, to support Arjuna's habit. It's like a it's like a tax haven that <laughs> covers my grievous like buying of PUBG items <laughs> <laughs> actually what this money goes towards is things like paying our bills for our podcast hosting mm. and uh, the, the, there are various little expenses to running a podcast mm-hmm. that I'm learning about mm-hmm. and there and, and one of the main places that the money goes is actually just for future projects so when we get ambitious and we start to want to do new things yeah then we have a little money to work with right. so it's awesome have we introduced our main topic for today we you? have not all right so we have not this is a special day so why, when why i woke up this morning day? i i was planning on talking about attachments for this episode and i was oh, gonna, very non-buddhist of you it's <laughs> I love my attachments, man. <laughs> don't, don't you tell me I don't need them. Um, and I was, yeah, we were going to do this episode about like the ump and the vector and how compensators and foregrips and things like that affect them. And that's what I was looking forward to. And then I heard that there was an announcement that the roadmap is finally released. Just for, today. Yep. And mm-hmm. so that's a huge deal. And we're just going to focus the entire episode talking about the the points of that and what they've kind of laid out for us to look forward to for the next foreseeable future i don't know is this like a year out or like how long does this roadmap extend exactly do we know well i think it partially depends on how much of it they get done but (laughs) yeah in in theory it's kind of the the big bullet points of what they want to accomplish in 2018 okay so yeah it's a really big deal it's I think, uh, you know, we've talked about this on previous episodes where we're used to playing games where we get the game further along in its development. And so this is the first time I've really played a game that's under active development. And so this stuff is like, you know, these patch notes are like the life's blood of this game for me. They really are. And I've had moments where I've been like, oh man, am I going to enjoy PUBG in six months? Like, Mm -hmm. am I going to still want to play this game? And so for me, it was really important that they released this roadmap because it really gives me a sense of what I have to look forward to. Right. It's the opiate of the people. (laughs) It is, man. It's interesting right now because there's a lot of people who are frustrated with parts of the game. Yeah. And the development has to outpace the frustration, (laughs) like stagnation that people are feeling. (laughs) That's true. Which I I think overall, they probably, I don't think they have been keeping up enough to keep um, some of those people. Um, in my own observations, but I'm still stoked, like pretty stoked about it. Mm. I still enjoy this game, I think, more than any of the other shooters. So. Mm. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. Well, so we'll jump into that in a second, but first I just wanted to uh, yeah, give a few community shout-outs here. Yes. So we've had three new patrons this week. We have Patrick, Joseph, and Darren. 
Thank you very much, guys. And I just wanted to say Joseph is a Twitch streamer, and he plays on the Xbox, and you can find him at twitch.tv forward slash Junsington, J-U-N-S-I-N-G-T-O-N. And um, he's a really cool guy, and he's, he's supporting our show. And he, you know, I, I went on to his stream, and he happened to be in the middle of talking about our podcast. And I don't know, I just I felt really supported by him, so I wanted to give him a shout out. And Robin, you know, after our um, episode last week when we were talking about Max and uh, you know Vaughn, our, our mm-hmm. featured streamer. Uh-huh. Uh, we've had a lot of people talking about how they love to stream for the show. And so I thought what I would do is, uh, before we go any further with making any deals or anything, I just wanted to give a quick rundown of, of some of the people in our community that I'm aware of who stream mm-hmm. and um, just give them a shout out on the show. So I'm just going to do that really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um so at the top of the list, we have Backdraft, who's uh, he posts regularly in our Discord channel, which, by the way, if you're a streamer and you would like to get some more eyeballs on your stream, we have a Streaming Now channel in our Discord, and it's a great way to just post the link to your stream and get more people interested in what you're doing. So Backdraft is in there, and he's on mixer.com forward slash Heinze06. And I'll just put these links in the show notes so I don't have to spell them all out for you. (laughs) Take a while. Yeah. Yeah, and then, um, so he plays on the Xbox, and he's, like, top, he's in the, like, top 300, something like that. He's a really, really good player. Um, And a chill guy I've played with him before. Oh, shit? Top 300? Yeah, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's... He is skilled. Dude, we should play with this guy. I did play with him. What? He, yeah, we uh, we got an, a drop with an AWM, and I picked it up, and I was like, oh, dude, you need this. And he was like, oh, here, you hang on to it, Arjun. And I was like, nah, bruh. <laughs> and he, he went on to get nine kills Fuck that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, so that's Backdraft. He's great. Uh, he also plays a little bit on the PCs, kind of edging into it. Uh-huh. And then next we have, uh, I think his name's Sokola. Maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh, twitch.tv forward slash Sokola. So, okay. um, yeah, he's he's another cool fella. I haven't hung out with him much, but he's pretty active on our Discord. Mm-hmm. And really seems to have his shit together, so... So, um, next up we have ESE51, or maybe it's supposed to be EZ51, and, uh, that's his Twitch channel as well, and, yeah, this guy's another, he's really dedicated, I see him, you know, posting his streams and other discords too, and, you know, he's just, uh, he's a good old grinder, mm-hmm. so you can find him. Uh, we have Mercenary616, and, uh, I don't, I haven't had much contact with him, but, He's, he's another streamer you can check out. Mm-hmm. And then next up, we have Skills and Thrills. And this guy, he streams on Mixer. He's a big proponent of Mixer. What's that? So it's like the competing platform to Twitch, okay. basically. It's oh. like another it's another one out there. And uh, yeah, I don't I haven't watched many streams on Mixer, so I'd like to know what, what are some of the differences and the benefits. But, you know, if you want to learn about that, you can go and check him out. And he, he's made, like, a lot of videos on YouTube and stuff. Really? He's okay. Really polished production. So definitely check him out. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, and then, of course, uh, Junsington Joseph that I mentioned earlier. He's, uh, he's also a really skilled Xbox player and has a really cool stream. So, anyway, those are just some of the folks that you can watch in our in our winner winner community and a good way to do that is just to go into our discord and go into that streaming now channel all right robin is it time to talk about the roadmap let's try to get into it and by the way we're not covering a map feature today we're not covering weapons we're just gonna plow through this roadmap and um yeah so let's do it awesome so, uh, top of the list, they they start off by saying that they are committing to a major content delivery cycle every two months. Mm-hmm. So, this is this is cool because I think a lot of us have kind of had some skepticism around what they were committing to and what they were going to be delivering, and you know, especially with the lack of Xbox update uh, lately. 
you know, people have been kind of wondering what they've had up their sleeves. So this is kind of a good a good way for us to expect that every two months we're going to have something big mm-hmm. to look forward to. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah. It's so there's so many things on this list. I wonder what we're going to see in mm. two months. It looks like uh, maybe the f- there's a new small map. Yes. That they're working on. This is on. really exciting. They want to get to the test server soon. Yeah. Like in the next month. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is terribly exciting. I was just blabbering earlier to, today at my friend and coworker um, about like, oh, what do I really want to see in PUBG, man? I want to see smaller maps and like quicker game modes mm. and more yes. like squad type stuff or, or yeah. different team sizes. And um, they're already on the verge of releasing a smaller map. So right. I'm stoked. So yeah, this this map is a four by four kilometer map. Yeah, to give you an idea, that's like I would say that's like what roughly half the size of the Erangel map. One quarter, right? Miramar and Erangel are both eight by eight. That's right. Yeah. So you're right. It's so a quarter. Sixty four squares of the square loads, footage, and we have sixteen squares in this new smaller one. Four right. by four. Yeah. Right. So that's you know if. If they put 100 players in there, that's going to be ferocious. And even if they don't do the full 100, it's still just so much less area to have to cover. Right. Which I, I, I want the full 100, you know. Me too. 4x4 four four is still a pretty big map. Heck yeah. And just get everyone out there, have some faster paced gameplay. Most people are going to die in the first two minutes, right? <laughs> um, but I want to well, see that. Maybe, but I feel like it'll probably give rise to whole different matters as mm. well. God, I can't wait. Yeah, so that's really cool. And and so here's an interesting thing. I watched the, there was a Twitch tournament that happened this past week. And it was called Twitch Rivals. And I watched some of the coverage. And there was this game where Shroud's team won. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it was like Shroud's usual suspects, like Shroud, Chad, Justin, and Josh. So they win this round on Miramar, and the rest of the team's celebrating, and Shroud's just sitting there with this, like, really sober look on his face. And then after a minute, he's like, that sucked. That sucked. That was so terrible. Like, this is this can't be an eSport. We, we had the circle on us for like four times in a row. We had the only cover in that circle. We dominated. Yeah. And he was like, he was <laughs> over it. Like, he was not impressed with the win. Like, he didn't feel like he'd won that fight fair and square. I love that guy. <laughs> he's great, man. He's, he's fucking telling the truth. You yeah. Know? And one of the things that excites me about this smaller map is that it, it makes me feel like it could be a much more carefully controlled environment and mm-hmm. an environment that they could balance much better for like really competitive play. Mm-hmm. So I don't mm-hmm. know if that's what they're going for with it, but that was the first thing that jumped into my mind is like a much more controlled PUBG experience. Yeah. You know, it sports like just to get a little meta on this thinking about like any other game that is considered to be sport like basketball and even like paintball um video uh, many other video games are structured in a way that everyone kind of knows the starting conditions and then the decisions from that point determine the game and that fundamentally is not how this game is designed Totally. And so the idea of this game being an eSport when so much of it, as everybody knows, is determined by the RNG, or random right. number generator aspect of the game. It, I mean, Shroud, you know, in that game, they might have lucked out, right? Mm-hmm. And it, they could have just as likely not lucked out. Totally. Granted, they're super skillful players, so had they not lucked out, maybe they still would have won. But he, he, he probably wanted to be on the side of, um, hey, we got a bad hand dealt to us and we still won and i can feel good about that right (laughs) getting all the good cards and winning is like "Eh." and and that's going to happen sometimes and so i wonder if the esport is going to have to like you can't just have one championship round it seems like you have to have like best three out of five or something like that to to account for the randomness that's built into the game or not or you just deal with the hand that's dealt and you you decide that's destiny and these mm-hmm. people deserve the pot and the tournament or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
Yeah, there's there's a lot of ways to think about it. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that some people probably don't feel as strongly about it as Shroud does. But, mm. you know, he comes from a very competitive CSGO background. Right. And I, I do trust his assessment of what makes a good eSport. So... Yeah, I mean, in a sport, like I said, it's just... The thing about, that makes a game, for me, is it's a very tightly controlled um, environment and there's very tightly controlled rules and so that there's a there's an equality that's that's exactly. the assumption right and exactly. so it's player versus player not player versus circle right and so it's, yeah it, when you bring in this pve you know player versus environment thing yeah. it's you know exact it's not a pure test of the skill of the player so yeah it just excited about this new map it's it's gonna hit the pc test servers sometime next month mm -hmm. and i you know i can only imagine i'll just say this right now that um it's likely that all of these updates are going to hit the pc first mm. but i they didn't explicitly say this in the notes but i have a feeling that they're going to be implementing almost if not all of these on the xbox when they get around to it mm. so that's my assumption here although it, it would be nice to have the details like really spelled out that's a good point did they even mention platforms no yeah no they haven't so every two months they want to do some content delivery major content delivery um and then after that they just say the next point is that the game's aesthetic side they want to upgrade Mm -hmm. awesome i'm yeah. down with that it's funny because they put out a little like before and after uh to demonstrate like kind of what they were thinking and to be honest i was just like uh like <laughs> yeah it just looks <laughs> like a different building different colors on that building but it's <laughs> yeah doesn't really look better to me <laughs> agreed agreed I don't know what they have in mind, but mm -hmm. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's a color scheme that looks like just marginally better and might perform better. Who knows? Yeah, and then, it's not reassuring that the before is brown and the after is white. Like that, they're hardly branching out into new and interesting colors here. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the textures looked a little less grainy. Yeah. But they didn't look high res or anything. No. So. No. Um. Anyway. So yeah. we already talked a little bit about the 4x4 map, 4x4-kilometer map, um, but they released some concept art out with it. And do we want to just describe that quick? Just just very briefly. Yeah. Do you have yeah. it pulled up? Yeah, I do. I so, it. so it's an island map. Um, it's It seems somewhat reminiscent of Erangel, but clearly much smaller. And it has three islands, looks like. There's a big, like two thirds of it is a big northeastern portion. And then there are two much smaller islands to the west and to the southwest. Mm. And so it looks, I don't know, um, I'm not seeing any bridges on this concept art, which interests me. Maybe they just haven't rendered them yet. Mm -hmm. It's possible that there's just going to be a lot of like boating and swimming, which. I personally, I'd like to see more of in this game. Mm. You know, even on Erangel, it's not like... It really never has to be a core part of the concept if you don't feel like it. Right. And I would, I'd love to see at least one map that really kind of yes. forces the issue. Right. Mm -hmm. Like seeing an archipelago or something like totally. that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of moving in that direction, which I like. Yeah. I yeah. didn't even notice that it was three different islands before because the... There's these kind of river-looking things in between the parts. Yeah. And they're muddy, is what it looks like. When yeah, uh-huh. And so they're, they're, they're kind of like estuaries. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. there's And it doesn't look like there's a high amount of urbanization. No. There's one spot on the northwest island that looks like a large compound, mm -hmm. for lack of a better word, but maybe it's a city. And then kind of in the north-central part of the main island south coast of the main island and then the southwest island i don't really see has like one maybe building on the south side yeah and at this scale it's hard to say if they're buildings or or towns yeah. or what probably towns i um, i do think it would be interesting if they had a lot more like loot strewn in the forest or something like that which isn't mm. really something we've seen before right 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 mm -hmm. like mines and caves and things mm -hmm. like that yeah oh man the, a whole yeah 
like mm-hmm. a much bigger underground component could right. be really interesting. I mean, that makes those end circles really interesting. Totally. The, the one thing dangerous about that is if yeah. you have, say, two parties in the final circle and one's up on the top level and one's right. down in the cave and right. they just out-health each other. Yeah, <laughs> that a, they would exciting. have to. They'd have to balance their circles carefully there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or have a lot of vertical shoots, like ladders or something like mm-hmm. that. People could get up and down, which mm-hmm. we don't have ladders in this yeah, game. Yeah, not ladders. I would love yeah. to see ladders implemented in this game, mm-hmm. for sure. So, but yeah, it definitely, it looks like this has the potential to be exploring some new design space, which which I'm excited about. So, definitely can't wait for that to hit the test servers. Yeah. All right. Right on. Um, so, next is the emote system. Mm-hmm. And they had a couple of GIFs to kind of show this off. And it looked like they had this kind of radial selection going on where there were 12 or so different emote things you could choose. And yeah. I'm not really sure if you could just do that at any time you wanted, like holding down a button on your keyboard for the PC and then clicking mm. one of them or how that would work. But it's basically gestures like you know usually kind of braggy gestures from what it looks like like yeah like taunts and stuff yeah um it it reminds me of overwatch so overwatch has a similar system you pull up a little Mm. menu and and you can choose which one you want to do Mm -hmm. um all right yeah so i i like this it just it looks like they're really planning to add a lot more animations into the game this year um there's more covered later in the notes but mm-hmm. um you know i mean okay to be honest i'm the kind of player like i'm a bit more business than emotes so i'm probably yeah. not going to use them that much <laughs> totally i think like it reminds me of the first anything like that i remember is is in halo which didn't have any official emotes it were really a lot of shooters that allowed you to crouch people would do the teabagging thing mm-hmm. and i just i was like mm-hmm. i never never really liked that i never mm-hmm. really liked it when people did it and it just felt i don't know and i i'm too sporting i guess to like yeah yeah really enjoy it but, but i get it maybe they'll be you'll get all of them at once or maybe it's going to be a crate thing i don't know how they're going to release yeah, those. i hope they don't do that man i'm really annoyed by wah, crates, wah, I have to tell wah. You. <laughs> like all the crates i get are like oh you have to buy a key i'm just like mm. yeah dude i you're trying I'm not oh well as long as they keep it to superficial things i'm all right yeah one thing that the emotes will change is the lobby behavior mm. i mean that's just gonna be like freaking vaudeville man <laughs> it's already bad enough yeah yeah all right um next point it looks like they're talking about new and interesting game modes yes quote. and so doesn't look like they're giving us a whole lot of specifics on that one. Uh, we have heard Player Unknown talk about perspective game modes before, and um, what were they? There's like a like zombies is kind of obvious, mm-hmm. and five versus five mm. is one that's been mentioned. Um, Ooh, I would like that a lot. I would love it. Of course, you'd have yeah. to have it on a tiny map. Yeah, which, but I think a big part that holds back. Um, players' developments in this game is just being able to get a lot of shooting and mm. action in, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you play COD, you're spawning, you get, like, a four-second respawn, and you're spawning with all of your weapons, and you just run around and try to shoot people. Mm-hmm. And you're getting a bunch of experience for aiming and maneuvering and um, predicting where people are on the map. And you just don't get that with this game because you don't see that many people. No, you know, like, so don't. I, I wonder what the average like encounter is per unit of time. It's probably like once every five minutes or so, right? <laughs> Roughly. Which, you know, if you'd pitched that like in the early 2000s, no one would have gone for it. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, a shooter where you see someone every five minutes. Yeah, know? yeah, It yeah, just yeah. would have been a joke. Exactly. It kind of it reminds me of the Honest Game trailers for this game. Have <laughs> yeah. you seen that? Yeah, totally. Oh, my God. It's like... <laughs> Uh, I can't remember how they put it, but it's like, where you sit around, or like you you walk around an island and loot for things, and then every like ten minutes you <laughs> come to a life and death battle. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but it kind of outlines kind of the, the mundanity of parts of the game of like looting and camping right. and 
<laughs> yeah, and let's be real. Like we all have games of this where it really is like looting, running simulator. Yes, hiding yes, simulator. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, these new game modes will hopefully really combat that for anyone who's kind of getting tired of it. Right. What, what I want to see, I just want a game mode where I can get in there and practice shooting people. Yes. Right. And practice the kind of like arcadey gunfight elements of it, mm-hmm. so that it, as training for the full game mode. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. We don't even have the guns in the lobby anymore, so you can't practice like recoil control and stuff like that without mm-hmm. being in a live game. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway. Yeah. Looking um, forward to that for sure. Next point. Looks like they're going to add new vehicles in the first half of the year and they want to continue to expand the weapon set and add attachments so that's three things weapon set attachments and vehicles Mm. and we have one peek at a weapon that they might release and there's been some discussion and speculation about what that weapon might be um well they they released a teaser of there's like a screenshot of the side of the weapon right and so that's led to some wild speculation. Right, yeah. Which um, um, looks like... I'm trying to find... Okay, so someone posted on Reddit um, that it's likely the DSA-58. Mm, mm-hmm. And it looks like... I remember a little while back, WTF Moses was like, I want to see an AK that's like carbon-framed and has is like more modern and has the ability for more attachments and that's exactly what this Mm. looks like to me Mm -hmm. is it's a 7.62 rifle um that's the caliber and the picture here is it has a tack stock and then it has rails on all four sides of the barrel and so maybe that's i wonder if we'll see an under rail attachment in this game that supports more attachments than just the yeah the um, foregrips yeah um or even side attachments like we don't have laser sights in this no, game, we don't which is pretty common for a shooter um, oh man or flashlights yeah um, so maybe we'll see stuff like that oh how about bayonets <laughs> fuck yes yeah dude. there you go yeah yeah that, that would add a whole new element to the melee combat mm-hmm yeah um yeah i this is one of the areas where i feel like they could just go to town with this and it's also one of the things where you know kind of how they have customization in the weapons per map i like the idea that each map might come with a different set of attachments too Mm. you know yeah um but one of my pipe dreams is a is a um rail mounted grenade launcher mm. kind of like in the original half-life assault rifle right right yeah they're kind of notorious in first person shooters like in call of duty we call it the noob tube <laughs> because okay you just it didn't really take any skill to use yeah just equip the grenade launcher and you have to aim within about five feet of the opponent right and if you do they're fucking dead so it's just not a very skillful attachment and this game is so far avoided that type of like explosive yeah that you can just fire like the click of a trigger trigger explosive yeah like grenades they're powerful now they didn't used to be but you still have to equip it aim it throw it and then switch back to your weapon and i i'm even at the point i think i overuse them to the point that i make myself vulnerable Mm. um when people are rushing and moving up on me Mm. so Mm mm-hmm it's there's definitely a balance i think grenades are pretty well balanced right now noob tube maybe is a great job yeah that would be (laughs) i agree that it would definitely be op unless Mm -hmm. they found a way to you know keep it in check Mm -hmm. yeah i could see like two rounds and a crate drop something like that right yeah right now of course if they introduce a nighttime mode to this map then having an attack like a flashlight on the front of your gun would be a really cool thing absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah yeah or having having some scopes that are optimized for night vision would also be really cool. Right. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't see this game pulling off flashlights that well. <laughs> like, just think about the lighting and stuff we see. Yeah, it's not very sophisticated. Like, I don't know. You haven't played a lot of Battlefield, Arjuna, but... No. So the first game I played that had good lighting was Battlefield 3, mm. and they have tactical flashlights and flashlights and if someone sights you with a tactical flashlight in that game or just a flashlight at within 100 feet, 
you it, you just see a white flat like blinding light mm, in your vision and cool. you're kind of like you can't you can't see them yeah you can't exactly see the source of the light but you have a general idea of where where it's at um, but it's like you just can't see anything else and mm-hmm. they do it really well but ea of course was really good with those battlefield games um yeah with the lighting and sound which this game is is just doesn't come just close to miles your behind <laughs> yep. this game has other things going for it but it does not have that yeah so i wonder what the nighttime mode would even look like here totally but moving on this you, uh they also mentioned that they want to make a new eight by eight kilometer map and so yes. that would be another Arangol size map. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if this is just the snow map that everyone's been talking about. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, they, they didn't specify that in their report. Yeah. It kind of, it, it, the snow map thing is really interesting to me because they probably have a snow-themed ghillie. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. But you can't, you have to decide your clothes before you go into a match right and so it's like i feel like i'm just going to be dressing up in all my white stuff now (laughs) all the time because brown and earth tones don't really give you a huge edge in either iron gall or the desert Mm -hmm. um but i feel like white clothes they wouldn't make you stick out too bad in those maps but they would definitely give you an edge in the snow map probably not though i mean it's, it's more about like shading and texture than it is about color yeah to blend in well i like the idea with a snow map you can always play with like snowed versus not snowed areas right and so i like the idea if there's enough variation in the landscape then it's actually has strong tactical implications which color palette you go for Mm. and i like that Mm -hmm. because so far the clothes in the game have been pretty much worthless right and i love the idea that you might look at the next circle and think oh shit i think i'm gonna need some white clothes mm-hmm. and that's really gonna give me an edge in this next circle i'm g- you know i'm gonna loot some of those before i leave this town mm-hmm. i think that could just add a really right. interesting element that hasn't really been present so you're far. right because right now clothes like i've seen comments that are like take clothes out mm-hmm. of the map totally because you're they just get in the way i've never seen clothes in the map that i'm like oh i want that like for a while i thought like some jackets were cool but generally they're just in the way and so this might add to that where there might be like dirty snow parts of the map there might be white snow there might be just yellow snow (laughs) (laughs) oh you know what i would love this is like total pipe dream here, but I would love it if people would bleed behind them in the oh, snow. Oh, shit. Wouldn't that be amazing? Dude. Yeah. Like at a certain health threshold, you're bleeding? Yeah, you're bleeding out. Oh, yeah. oh you know, footsteps. I love the idea Ugh. of footsteps. That's that's it, man. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that can work both ways, right? Because totally. you can lead people into traps, things like that. Yeah, you I, have to be really careful about where you walked. Mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you could like, uh, maybe you could hold a key while you were walking and it would make you walk really slowly, but you'd wipe your footprints from behind you. You know, it just, it, I, I love, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. these are all elements that to me mm-hmm. scream PUBG. Yeah. Like these are all things that I think really are part of the ethos of this game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wonder. I, there's not a lot of games that have pulled off any sort of tracking element. Yes. Um, I've heard yes. of them. I've never actually played one, but... Being it's a, like deer hunter yeah dude, <laughs> i'd be so into it but yeah, i don't know that, that that's a it's a pipe dream like you said yeah <laughs> i don't think i see this studio um pulling that off anytime soon no yeah no um all cool. right so where are we so now n- now we're on achievements okay all right so before we jump back into achievements there's this thought that i had about that new weapon that i just right now Far and away, the best weapon, the best AR to me feels like the M4 16. And like best non crate drop weapon. You yes. Know? Yep. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I would love to see a 7.62 rifle that can contend with it. Mm, um, agreed. Just maybe like a little bit more stable, still 7.62, uh, just like a 7.62 version of the M4 where you get all of that attachment capability. Because I, I, to me, heads and shoulders, the M4 is be- the best AR. Maybe the scars, like kind of close, but not really. I just, 
<laughs> no. The grows as better by a little bit. Um, but I just it's so it's such an easy um and devastating weapon to use. So I hope we <clears> see a really approachable, powerful AR like that out of that new one. I agree. I yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's such a shame that the AK gets ditched so quickly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if they're able to make this weapon as relevant as the M4, mm-hmm. or even as relevant as the Scar, I like, I'd be sold. Right, right. Hell yeah. So moving on to achievement. This is to me. This is just a clear. It's a clear fit for this game. I mean, this game's such a sandbox anyway. I just. I'm just looking forward to seeing what they come up with. Well, Robin, what do you think is one of the wackiest achievements they might try to implement in this game? Hmm. I hope that I, we see some crate drop related ones. And so it's pretty obvious that they would have one to just get a crate drop. Um, but getting, say, a certain number of them in a match. or Oh, I, that would be sweet. I think that would be really fun. Yeah. What, what would that in kind of like hard but still achievable number of drops be? Like maybe five? I right? was going to say eight. Eight? Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> but what it makes me realize is I don't actually know how many crates drop on average in this game. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should, we should study that. We should. Um, yeah. I mean, my guess is it would be around eight for a match. That's what I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like that's total, maybe, maybe ten. But I think around eight, and so five would be hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and eight would be like godlike. Yeah. Yeah, and especially, I think it would be cool if you have like uh, composite achievements, like mm-hmm. like got eight crates and then won, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. You know, are any games doing that where it's like? You know, you you can get an achievement just for eight crates, but then you can get an achievement for eight crates and a win. Mm. Usually they're kind of separate. Like <clears throat> That's the, what I thought. Yeah. They don't usually... It's kind of a... They, they'll partition a behavior, keep it kind of isolated Yeah. Um, from the others. And so, obviously winning would be an achievement. Um, <laughs> like reviving your teammates would be an achievement. Mm. A certain number of headshots in a game might be an achievement. Mm. Or, like, each weapon might have... They, they oh, could be yeah. doing time-based achievements, too. Yeah. Or even even lifetime achievements, where mm-hmm. um, it's like, how many... You know, you get an achievement if you get 20 headshots with a pistol. Right. Um, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. How about, mm-hmm. like, um, you'd have achievements for number of crossbow kills per game? Yep. Crossbow, vehicle kills. I I want the achievement where... You get a crossbow headshot on a person performing a backflip on a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> I I just I just want to watch people grind to try to get that achievement. Someone will do it. <laughs> someone will absolutely. You know do what, it. man? Achievements like someone just has to announce them. So why right. don't you just make it official, Arjuna. Okay, and here make we go. It an official winner winner podcast achievement if someone yeah. headshot someone on a motorcycle while the person on the motorcycle is doing a backflip with a crossbow. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, if you can send that to us, you win. You you are the winner winner. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah, they'll build a shrine to you and yeah. we'll worship it at the beginning of every show. Even if you fail and you get pretty close, I'd love to see some clips. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, me I'm excited too. about this. For the most part, achievements. For this game, I doubt they'll mean anything practical. Um, mm. Other games will have a system where if you accomplish achievements, you'll unlock attachments or things like that. Of course, that it doesn't seem likely in this case, mm. unless we actually see like a team deathmatch mm-hmm. version at some point where you have weapon classes, but we haven't heard anything like that. And so... You'll probably just get uh, some kind of like Steam achievement or who knows, like a trophy shelf, something like that in the game. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so beyond that achievements, we've got um, more customizations for your character and parachute and weapon skins. And that's kind of cool. I like the idea of having a unique parachute for some reason. Ooh, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Just to, I mean, you can see your teammates' icons, but mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to, um, you know, see 
just like a pattern for like my friends below me and like oh yeah that's his pattern you can like get used to it and yeah whatever. i dig that yeah mm-hmm. this is a really exciting one they're going to be testing limb and vehicle bullet penetration on the test servers mm. this is something we haven't seen any bullet penetration in this game no uh you can shoot through fog that's about it <laughs> And Sometimes. So it's been a point of frustration, of course, when you try to shoot through. I think your bullet's going to go through glass as well. But Sometimes. You're trying to shoot through like a fence. And it just, like, even the wired fences, it doesn't go through the wired fence. Yeah. It's just, wow. Like, I'm I mean, surprised that wasn't mentioned here. Like, if you're going to talk about bullet penetration. Yeah, you sometimes should... your bullet doesn't even go through someone's head. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> what the heck, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the, the idea of bullets going through limbs is cool. Just in case the enemies are stacked up a little bit, mm. you can land a single bullet on two people in that mm. case, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, most games, usually a, like bullet penetration through people is just standard. Mm-hmm. Right? So they're going to add it here, which I think is great. Yeah, and I'd love to see, like especially on the more powerful guns, like, for example, I love the idea of getting a double kill with a single shot from an AWM. Exactly. And, like, yeah. that's to- like, that's totally a plausible thing that would happen in real life. And so I'd love to see that implemented here. Right. It would Agreed. be an achievement, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So... Good, good stuff. I also think it would be great if there were different bullet penetration depending on the vehicle, right? So, like, clearly UAZ would have much less bullet penetration than a Dacia. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, let's see. Now, another thing that they want to do is they're overhauling their entire third-person and first-person animation systems. Which so, sounds like a big order. Yeah, I, it's it's kind of vague and a large statement, but yeah, you know, so I'm good they on say them to make them smoother and more reactive to the environment. Mm. And they go on to say this will include animations for getting inside vehicles and changing seats while in the vehicle. I like thinking about what getting into the back seat from the front seat. Like. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. Like, how does a person do that gracefully and like? How many actors are they going to have, like, where all of the, like, sensors and, like, crawl around inside of cars to, like, make this realistic? Yeah. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of animations of, like, someone's gun going through your head and stuff like that. Mm. But, I don't know, maybe they'll find a more graceful way to deal with it. Uh, Yeah. I mean, animations could definitely use some improvement. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just, like, parachuting in general, I've noticed is pretty... No, sometimes it's it's obvious if you're trying to land on a like the edge of a roof and you miss and there's like a lot of leg there. But even for a routine drop, oftentimes you'll kind of end up like ten or fifteen feet from where you expect. Yes. Um, on the ground. Yes. And there would be kind of like a jumpy leg situation there. Um, that and now and that that highlights the next point on this list is that they are going to be not only the animations but they are going to be overhauling the parachute system mm-hmm. and. To me, this is like one of the most important parts of the game that I think is still really broken. Mm. Um, I just think, you know, just like with hit detection, like you just want the assurance that when you really nail someone that you're actually going to hit them. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with the parachute. Like I think you really want to know, like if my game told me that I landed on the corner of that roof, I want to land there, damn it. Yep. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't want to have to modify the way that I play just to hedge against the game exactly. shafting me. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So exactly. this, I really, really hope that they prioritize this and I hope that they do a good job on it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, just, just think about how many times you felt really confident in your drop and then you just plummeted down to the ground. Or, right. <laughs> Or, you know, you were, you didn't see a parachute catch on anything, and yet you're just hanging up there for 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so, hopefully we see that. Yeah. I mean, like, I still feel like this game is building up to, like, 2.0. This game is going to be, like, what the first full game is. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Unfortunate, yeah. but true. Yeah. But yeah. anyway. Um, yeah, so overhaul for the parachutes, and then... Um, looking to improve our armed and unarmed melee combat mm. situations or mm. combat systems. So yeah. that's awesome. That's another huge I, 
flaw in the game. Right. I don't know what that'll look like right now. It's really freestyle, mm-hmm. right? Like, you really have to, like, aim and hit them. Like, punching is aiming. And that's not... A lot of shooters don't do that. You have to kind of have them within a certain mm. angle of mm-hmm. where you're looking. And then when you hit melee, it'll often do a kind of predetermined animation yeah. where you'll lunge and, like, stab them. Or you'll, like hit them with your gun or something like that and mm. and the hit range is like really generous generally and in this game it's not wherever your fist goes in the world is where it's going to do damage and if you hit two inches to the side of their face you're going to miss and yeah. so i kind of wonder what that'll look like if it's going to be a big game changer right now i hardly ever try to melee people <laughs> me um, neither mm-hmm. yeah it's just so for me it's not even like Okay, like, for example, using the pistols in-game, it's, like, it's a tough proposition, but I feel like they got the pistols right, where, like, you can use them, it feels tough to take someone out, if you're highly skilled, you can usually do it, and it doesn't, the melee system doesn't feel that way, you know, like, I feel like even the most confident and competent player doesn't really have an assurance that they could melee someone else, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd, I'd like to see it just balanced more like there's a skill set that you can build which does generate results. And even if it's difficult, it's like something that you can start to rely on. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'd like to see. Mm-hmm. Another thing, I'd, I, I, I'm just going to hang on to this until they actually do it. But I want a whip in this game. Oh my! I want like you know, I want like a like a short range melee weapon. It's just like it's like a ten foot long whip. Wow! That's amazing. Yeah. Would it have like precise aim? Yeah, I think it would be pretty precise. Okay. Yeah. So So if you like hit their weapon, they might like disarm or something. Yeah, that would be amazing. Or like, imagine if you hit them in the feet, it would like knock them into prone right Mm. it would be so satisfying Mm -hmm. i just can you imagine the animation for that oh it'd be so great and then they would just like immediately be in a prone position (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly how it would be implemented (laughs) they would just appear prone after like standing up yeah the main thing i want is the sound effect Mm. yep so anyway that's my vote all right it could be a good looting tool like instead oh, of grabbing totally. everything, you just like whip it from across the room. Yeah, man. Or you could like close an open door with it. Mm-hmm. We sound like such stoners. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, cool. What's next? All right. Stability, optimization, security. There's nothing really specific here, but it's just them generally saying like, "Eh, we care about cheating and making the game smooth and that kind of thing." So. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I'll um, believe it when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> For mm-hmm. sound, um, they're adding some detail to vehicle sounds, such as suspension sounds and skidding. And then they also are doing some changes for what weather does to the vehicle behavior and, and how it says, like, to rain sounds to vehicle surfaces. So I guess, like, rain hitting a car when you're driving would sound different. Yeah, I also you- think it's, like the way your tires sound when you're Mm. driving through water right like a wet road versus yeah that would be cool that would be very cool i'd love you know i'd love it if they had like like a gravel sound right Mm. or like just different yeah just different tire sounds depending on whatever the surface was would be really cool yeah yeah and you know and hopefully this means that they're bringing back weather in the game i mean i guess that's kind of a you, you have to suppose that reading this so I'm, I'm really interested to see when they'll bring that back and how they'll implement it as mm. well. Because did you, you know, you may not realize this or just have thought about it, but the Xbox players have never had weather. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Rain was cool. I, I, I mean, a lot of people hated it. Yeah, I didn't Some like the rain. Some of my more, like, sound-sensitive friends Yeah. just hated the rain. You didn't like the rain, Arjuna? It, it was the noise thing. We live in Eugene. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm English, Robin. <laughs> I like like, PTSD from from your England. I was like, you know, like you come out of the womb 
And like, you know, every English baby is delivered in like a wet back alleyway. Like you, you're like your head crowns and there's like rain falling on your head. You know, they wash the blood off of like a newborn baby in the rain. Just imagine the sessions you've gone through to uncover this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That stayed with me. All right. <sighs> so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the fog was sweet. I hope they bring that back. I want to see fog. I want to see rain again. Yeah. Hell, maybe we'll see snow. Ooh, right yeah, on yeah, the yeah. snow map. Love it. Um, they're going to add differences and distinctions between first and third person. For example, shooting. They want to make the gun sounds distinct. So mm. that makes sense. If a gun is going off like right next to your head versus mm. like 10 feet behind your, you're like behind your player in third person. So it wouldn't be as intense. Right. Um, I like that. I think that's a cool thought. Um, yeah, I like that too. Just to kind of change the feel of the game modes. Um, yeah, they're also changing the sound that the player produces while moving. And I thought this was an interesting one. Like, for example, they want you to sound different depending on which weapons you're carrying or what your loadout is. Right. Which I think is, you know, it's probably not really going to change the gameplay, but it's a neat little detail. I, I wonder how that'll be implemented, right? Yeah. It, it, my first thought was, okay, if you're carrying a bunch of grenades, you might hear like, clinking like clink and clattering. yeah you know it would be cool if they implemented it to the point where like it actually incentivized you to carry less gear exactly that's yeah. exactly where i was gonna that go would with be this. amazing as if you were kind of going with the lightweight loadout yeah um that you could move really stealthily right you could Ooh, like sprint and I like barely it. be heard but if you're carrying like level three backpack and a bunch of shit in it you'll just be clunking around like crazy. And so I think that's a really cool thought. Um, oh, yeah. Because right now, there's really no disadvantage to carrying a lot of stuff. No. Nope. It doesn't slow you down. The only disadvantage I've seen, and I've seen Fuglet be aware of this, is that if you're carrying a level three backpack and you're trying to be prone and sneaky, which I never see that guy do anyway. No, like, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. That you can be a little bit more hidden. And, but it, it's, it's good to know that you can't actually take damage on your backpack. Right. right like so, you used to. Right. Yeah. So like if you're, if someone's looking at you from the side and just your backpack is sticking out from behind a rock, if they shoot that pack, it's not going to do damage to you. Mm -hmm. And so it's only a, at this point, it doesn't really matter what you carry. It, it might give away your location, but mm -hmm. you're not really vulnerable. So that, that would be amazing if they implemented that. Like for example... I th it would be cool if they like made a weapon like the Vector, like one of the quietest weapons to carry, right? Mm. Um, or like, you know, if you were carrying an M249, you'd just make a hell of a racket everywhere you went. Yeah. I mean, so. just imagine going like pistol only. Ooh, like, yeah. Like without a backpack. Yeah. It, it'd be, I'd love to see um, the stuff you carry affect your speed. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that would, it would change the dynamics of the game, for like, sure. Like, think of it, you're trying to get to the circle, mm -hmm. at, and, like, you might die, and, like, you have to face the choice of, like, all right, I'm just going to start throwing shit out of my backpack to survive. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. And, like, get a significant speed boost to it. I think it would add an interesting dynamic. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, couldn't agree more. All right. Esports, they start off by saying... Seriously, we are not there yet, but we will be. <laughs> Which, you know, thank you. Thank you for that acknowledgement. Uh -huh. They are not there yet. Yeah. But, it, it, you know, it brings up the questions we were talking about earlier about, like, what does a random, randomly generated game look like for esports? And I'm, I'm not sure what they think their roadmap is for this, but I don't know. They're talking about, like, their 3D replay system. Well, this is actually exciting to me. So they're okay. talking about making it live. And, and basically, the way I interpret this is that they would allow spectators to actually like log into the active game. And, mm. and kind of just like when you're watching your own replay, it would let mm -hmm. you fly around. Okay, I like that. And of course, if they did that, they'd have to introduce some kind of time lag, right? Like yeah, they'd yeah, have yeah. to you know broadcast it like five minutes later or something to mm -hmm. to preclude cheating but i just think 
on so many levels i love this idea because you know it, it's hard even if they're really good at it and they're not even that good at it yet but even when they're really good at it it's hard to satisfactorily cover a hundred people doing stuff at once like you're mm-hmm. just gonna miss something and right. so i love the idea of being able to say like you know, I just really want to know how Team Liquid does this round, or I'm going right. to focus on this area of the map, or whatever your right, interest right. is, you I, can dial yeah. that in. All right, man. I'm actually pretty excited about that, now that yeah. I've wrapped my head around that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to watch a game, it's like when you watch NFL or something, you can you can watch the replays and things, but it's always up to someone else to control the camera and show you which angles and what speed. Yeah, But in exactly. this case, everyone would have the ability to control their own point of view so that's pretty exciting i personally really enjoy esports so i'm really hoping that they're gonna Mm -hmm. make this viable Mm -hmm. cool now this next thing is um there's kind of a series of of bullets here that all kind of fall under the category of like development tools and so basically at some point they're gonna open up their apis to people for just all kinds of things like people making mods um people uh you know being able to capture various kinds of play data and so this is to me this is one of the most exciting things that they're gonna come up with because you know this game is like infinitely moddable like as soon as i stop to think about all the different directions that like fans could take this game it's just Mm mind-blowing and so this is one of the things that I hope that they do right and do soon because, you know, this game has such a huge player base. It's so popular. And I just have a feeling that, like, we're going to get amazing user-made content for it. Mm-hmm. See what people come up with. Yeah. I want I want a Barney mod. <laughs> come again? Did, did you ever play the Barney mod for Doom? Barney? Yeah. No. The purple dinosaur? No. (laughs) This is like one of the most notorious mods for a video game ever released. And it happened in like probably the mid or late 90s. No way. And it just replaced all the monsters in Doom with Barney. No way. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, it was like one of the most popular and notorious mods. There's just Barney shooting fireballs at you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I just I want to gun down Barney again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, didn't get enough of it the first time. Um, so after custom games, which I'm kind of curious about in general, mm. I've. Do you understand custom games for this? I haven't really looked into it a lot. Mm. Um, but like, could you and I start a custom game? How does this work? Well, you know, not at the moment, but I like the idea that we could potentially. Okay. And so, you know, I love the idea that we could just, you know, like like with many of the shooters in the past, like Unreal Tournament, I remember you could just, you'd make your own server mm-hmm. and you'd just, you know, you'd pick your map or your map rotation. You'd, you'd make decisions about what weapons were in the game and all that kind of stuff. And um, I love the idea of just doing that yeah. in PUBG. Yeah. Like, like the idea of being able to tweak loot tables being able to change the percentages on the RNGs for, you know, all kinds of things, the various weapons, circle damage, drop frequency, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, imagine playing a game where they just, like, triple the amount of drops. Like, that would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see that. Yeah. This so, is, you know, I'm just looking now at the... So, if when you click on the play tab in the game... There's public match and there's custom match, and you can actually browse custom servers. Right. Um, which I've never tried to join one, but I'm pretty curious about it now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, have you ever tried one? No, I've never tried one. I'm pretty sure that the average player can't make a custom match, but I might be mistaken about that. Well, you can't make them, but you can join them. Yeah, you can join them. Yeah. We should try that, Robin. We should. I want to try that. We should experiment with it and report back next week. Maybe yeah, we could make that a topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Who it. Who gives a shit about attachments? Like, yeah, the dude. You, they improve your stability and aim. I'm I'm not attached to that all right. show topic. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Um, cool. Do you have any other thoughts about this roadmap before we call uh, it a night? Okay, so one more thing is they are doing some things about their developer portal and their developer API. Mm. And I don't know the fine-grained detail of this, but um, so like developer, they said they'll be introducing the PUBG developer portal. So I'm assuming that's going to be, it's probably another form of API um, for modding the game and things like that, mm. um, where they're going to give some documentation on what does what with the game so that people can start um, jumping into the code and making their own modifications. The mm. other one is the PUBG developer API, which it looks like they say it's a development blog and technical notes regarding game updates. The API service will support developers and the community by providing player and match data around gameplay performance. So that it sounds like a, I was trying to untangle um, what it means providing player and match data around gameplay performance. Mm -hmm. So the performance thing to me sounds different than player and match data, but apparently they're linking them somehow here. Mm -hmm. What I was, my takeaway is that they're going to uh, provide an API. And for people who don't know what an API is, it's just, it stands for application programming interface. And it's a standardized way to say send um, a, a request to their servers to get information. And that, that information will come back in kind of a well-defined format. And so if you wanted to get your own stats, you might send a request that included your player name and a date range or something like that. And it would send back stats relating to that player during, those, during that date range. And you can use that to, I mean, if, you, if you're interested in technology, you could do it just to look up your own stuff. Um, but developers will use it to build websites uh, like PUBG.me and things like mm, that, right. where people yeah. can use the API to build websites so you know everyday users can um, go and look up their name and, and kind of break down their stats um, with filters that the website provides. Um, and so this is mostly for developers, but anyone who knows a little bit of web development stuff could go in and take advantage of it too, I'm presuming. Um, usually APIs like this, um, like Google has a ton of them and you just apply, you don't really apply, you just register for a key and you get your own API key and you can make requests to the server. Um, and if you don't abuse it, you can keep accessing the data. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'll use it. I'll probably use the sites that use it, <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. other people build. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's hard to predict the kind of cool stuff that people will come up with to do it, mm -hmm. but it'll probably be cooler than anything that we could imagine right now. Mm -hmm. if, if, they, if they make it robust and if the data that they provide is kind of rich enough and useful enough. Right. I, th I hope it is. Um, like Battlefield's done a good job of showing a breakdown of how many kills you have with each weapon. Mm, and cool. we've seen a little bit of kind of like longest kill, things like that from, from PUBG, but it would be great to see how many kills you get with each weapon and from what ranges and maybe even with mm. what attachments and things like that. Well, like our last episode, like what's your average amount of ammo that you die with, right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. And what Very was the other cool. thing? Like we were talking about crate drops. Mm. Um, there's obvious stuff like kills, you know, kill death ratio, things like that, mm. that people, people will have access to. But mm. oh, oh, another thing is the seasons. So there's different seasons in the game where your rank is always getting reset every so often. And so being able to look up past seasons and even averaging like your life lifetime um, stats in the game would be useful, I think, which you can't really do now. So not, what, not really. Yeah. Yeah. Some you, sites seem to be attempting to do it, but it, mm -hmm. it hasn't been fully implemented properly. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So if you know a little web development, a little statistics, this stuff isn't rocket science really. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. Well, there you go. That is the PUBG development roadmap for 2018. And I, for one, am really excited. It just, this kind of helps me to relax about the game a little bit and feel like, okay, this isn't, I'm not just going to be playing Miramar for the next year mm -hmm. and, you know, looking for ways to shoot myself <laughs> virtually. 
Um, so I, I'm really excited about this and I don't know, I think only good things can come of mm. this. Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm, I'm excited to see some new, new scenes and new features in the game and improvement. So yeah. I right on. Cool. Released it. Well, thank you for joining us for another week of Winner Winner. It's always a pleasure to have you guys. And you can send us your questions or comments to winnerpodcast at gmail.com. You can participate in our Discord channel or in our subreddit. You can find links for those in the show notes. And of course, also a link to our Patreon page if you want to be generous and donate to us. And, yep, that's my spiel, and I'm going to keep saying it every week. So uh, <laughs> thanks for joining me on Juna Out. All right, well done. Um, we'll see you guys out there, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.